You're listening to the Sketchnote Army Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rohde, the author of the Sketchnote Handbook and the Sketchnote Workbook. And this is the podcast where I chat with sketchnoters and visual thinkers and try to understand what makes them tick. This episode of the Sketchnote Army Podcast is brought to you by Neuland, the innovative maker of visual thinking tools. Every Neuland product is designed with passion to be durable and sustainable. Now you can get your own custom-printed Neuland markers. Neuland prints your company's logo, slogan, URL, or individual message on markers, even in small batches. These markers are the ideal gift for workshop participants and customers. Save 15% with code Neuland at sketchnotearmy-2021 at neuland.com until May 30th, 2021. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Sketchnote Army podcast, we'll hear from Anya Stashkevich, a sketchnoter, graphic recorder, and visual thinking teacher in Poland. Hear how Anya made the leap from manager in a government office to full-time visual practitioner. Hear how this fulfillment of her childhood passion of drawing brought a huge energy boost that keeps her going. You're going to love this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sketchnote Army podcast. This is Mike Rohde and I'm here with Anya Stashkevich. How are you doing, Anya? It's good to have you here. I'm fine. Thank you for having me here. It's a great pleasure for me. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you on. And, um, you know, we've met each other. We were talking about this as we were getting ready, that we've met each other a couple of times yes. at uh, Sketchnote events, um, but we realized how little time you really have to sit down and talk with someone. So this is really a pleasure to be able to ask you questions that in the rush of a sketchnoting event, you just don't have the time to do that, right? So um, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, I'm Anja. I'm from Szczecin in Poland. Uh, it's not too far from the Baltic Sea and not too far to uh, Berlin. Mm. What I do for the last 17 years, I worked in uh, public administration. I was a head officer in a department connected with structural funds. So it's a long story in my life. Mm. And in the same time, for the last four years, I was working also as a graphic recorder and sketchnoter. That was my part-time mm. job. So the one was daily and the, the other one was this one in the evenings and during the weekends. And recently, I've decided to do uh, it full-time. So right now, I'm full-time graphic recorder and uh, sketchnoter. I've got two kids, uh, Hanya and Kuba. And uh, what else? Um, I love drawings and I love to draw very much. I love sketch notes and doing sketch notes, um, being creative and uh, what else? I've got also my hobbies like salsa, for example. I love dancing salsa. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's it. <laughs> mm, that's, that's, a, that's enough. Wow, that um, I can't imagine. Well, I can actually imagine having a full-time job and doing things part-time. It's a challenge, right? Oh, I, this is what I what I do now, right? So you don't just come home from work and then just you know watch TV or do what you like. It's now it's time to work the second job, right? So tell me a little bit now. That brings me to the question. Tell me a little bit about that decision to switch and go full time. That sounds so exciting. I would love to hear two things. What brought you to make that decision? And then now that you've made the decision, looking back, how does that impacted your life? Oh, it has a great, uh, very, very great impact. Um, well, 
Five years ago, I took the business trainer course. Uh, and during this course, there was one of the tasks during the coaching classes. Uh, the task was to draw a story about our professional experience. Mm. And uh, the teacher during these classes, uh, she saw my uh, drawings and she said that she liked it so much and she would like me to do illustration for her. And I was surprised because I didn't have any uh, experience in, in drawing. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't done this professionally ever before. And I said that uh, that was only my hobby and uh, I was drawing when I was a kid. She um, later introduced me to the visual practitioners in Poland and that's how I uh, got the information about visual thinking. And that was in 2015. I wanted, because I love to learn a lot, I, was, um, I wanted to uh, find uh, as much uh, information about uh, visual thinking as it is possible. So I was uh, listening to the podcast, I was uh, looking for the books, and I got uh, two books from my husband, that was a gift from him, and that was Your Books, Mike. So uh, in all of this, uh, Your Books was were very, very important for me and for my uh, um, growing as a sketchnoter. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it was all during my first job, right? Uh, so I was trying to do something else and that was how I uh, meet the field uh, of visual thinking. And it was five years ago um, and everything has changed. I was... Uh, um, I knew that I have to change something in my uh, work life, mm -hmm. so, um, so that was a great opportunity for me uh, to do something else, because I wanted to be more creative, uh, I was looking for something also to have a little bit of relax, because sketchnoting and drawing is also a kind of uh, relaxation for me, and this mm -hmm. is how it happened, because at first I was drawing just for myself, I was doing sketchnotes, to memorize uh, some elements and happy moments of my life. And then uh, when I was doing this only for myself, my friends asked me to, to do sketch notes during the workshops. And we have something like coaching stretching in Poland. Those are like coaching meetups. Mm -hmm. And uh, they uh, invite me there and I talk to them and just uh, offer that I can do sketch notes. But those sketch notes was only for myself. But they said that this is so uh, so good that they would like to use it in social media. And later on, they said, "Okay, uh, why don't you try to do a graphic recording during your uh, during during our workshop?" I said, "Oh, come on, I'm I'm not sure uh, <laughs> because I never do this on a big format." But I said, sure. "Okay, I will try because I love challenges." So so I said that yes, I I have to I have to do it. And, uh, and that's how I did my first graphic recording. And uh, after that, I, uh, I do more graphic recordings, more and more. And, uh, and I was super excited about, about this and, I've, and I was happy. <laughs> I was really mm. happy. And that was totally different than, um, than my uh, daily job. I love this job also because uh, I was study political science and I was working in the structural found fields. I was study also uh, European integration and uh, product project management and all kinds of things like that. But I need to change something. And mm. 
for my luck, I was lucky that that I uh, that I have sketch noting and uh, all the visual thinking um, tools I could use, and I could try to do uh, something else. And uh, because uh, it was few years, and I uh, and I even had my few regular uh, clients. And I was a little bit tired because I couldn't do both jobs in the same right. time. Yeah. Right. And I have two kids, which I love very much. And uh, before the COVID in January this year, uh, I talked with my husband and we decided that uh, we both decided that it's the high time that I have to decide what I really would like mm. to do. <laughs> I was the manager and I had a great team. There was a 15 wonderful people. Uh, there was three teams, but I I was sure that I that I have to change something, and that's the that's the that's probably the end of my work over there. So mm. I had this opportunity to take one year break, and I uh, used this opportunity, and I start my year one year break from um, uh, from September this year. Uh, because after the first wave of COVID, I was totally sure that I need to do it because I need to spend more time with my family, with my kids, and I need to do uh, what I really love and, um, and what makes me happy also. Because I need hmm. to admit that doing sketch notes, uh, sketch noting is a very, very great and powerful tool. But it can make you. Uh, it can make you also be happy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and have fun uh, from what you do. Uh, so I made this decision, and I take this one year break, and we will see how it's gonna be. <laughs> I hope that mm. my, my bus doesn't listen. Uh, it's not listening to this podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Um they must know that you do these things and that you're taking a break. There's a good chance yes, you'll want know. to do these things. They know, and I think that probably they know that I I won't be back. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want you to be happy too. I think they probably feel just the same as you feel about them, right? So they want to make sure that you, because, you know, we only have one life on this earth, right? So you have to live it in the best way you can. And it's kind of interesting that you sort of came into this um, visual thinking, graphic recording, sketch noting. And it sort of provided you a door, right? Like for a long time you were doing this job and it sounds like you're very good at it, right? So it's not anything to do with your competency, you're really good. But maybe you just, after a while, after any job for a long time, it can feel like the same thing over and over again. Even if you're really good at it, right? You need something new. I felt this myself in a recent job change two years ago, right? I just needed... I loved all the people I was with. I really liked the work I was doing, but I felt like I needed a new, new challenge, exactly. right? So that's, that, yes, yes, that's the point. Challenge, new challenges. For me, mm -hmm. they are also so very, very important. Yeah. I think for everyone, even if you, even if you don't like challenges, right? Sometimes you have to be forced into making challenges exactly. that you don't like, yeah. right? But um, that's how you grow, right? So it sounds like um, you had this doorway that was open, and now you're stepping through and. You know, I guess the challenge being it's in the middle of COVID, right? So you can't yeah. physically be places. However, um, I'm pretty sure that you use an iPad, so you have some options there. So um, it sounds like it was a really good choice for you. And now it's just a matter of seeing how this works out and how you make it work. And knowing a little bit about you, I think 
you'll find a way to make it work. I think you're organized and driven and perceptive and good at what you do. So I'm very confident that you'll find the right way. Thank you. <laughs> so what, what do you think gets you most excited about looking in the future? Now you've done, you know, you've done this for a little bit. What what's gets you excited? What are you most excited to, to work on and do in this space, in this new space? Um, I'm waiting for another graphic recordings, for another challenges, as you said, especially mm-hmm. uh, those who are, um, well, like I said, I love challenges. So uh, so for me, mm-hmm. every work I've got is like a challenge. And it's uh, it's great because when you are a graphic recorder and sketch other and you do... Uh, um, and you do these visual notes, uh, you can always uh, meet different people and different topics, and that's great, because uh, mm-hmm. every time I do uh, something, something new, I learn something new, and that's great. Uh, that's why I love very much uh, doing graphic recording on graphic facilitations uh, of the topics which are uh, quite, uh, mm, quite tough and quite uh, technical and meritorical. For example, I remember when I had a conference about uh, Python language uh, that was paid data conference and I had to spend like two weeks or even more to prepare myself because I'm not a programmer, my husband Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. so he was helping me uh, a little bit, he was just uh, giving me some podcast or, you know, some articles to, 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 uh, um, uh, to read. And that's great for me that uh, every kind of graphic recording, every kind, uh, kind of visual notes gives opportunity to have another challenge and to get uh, more information, to, to learn and to meet uh, also uh, great people. Hmm. Hmm. That's really good, you know, the idea that you can learn. So it's, it's kind of cool, right, that you can do something you love and you learn something, and you're having fun. I think the this is in the Japanese word is ikagai. This uh, something that pays you, something that you're good at, and something you enjoy. Like when those three overlap, yeah, that's called ikagai. I think that's right. Um, and it sounds like that's where you found uh, a really great spot where you all those parts of you are being satisfied, right? Yes, um, yes, yes. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yes, and that's why I'm so happy also when I can do workshops, when I can share my passion with, uh, with other people. So. Mm-hmm. so that will be a challenge, another challenge for me, because I will have a few oh. online um, workshops right now. Mm-hmm. And I will see how it's going to be, because that will be my first one. Because on September, I had a chance to have a stationary workshops in Poznan. That was the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now I will have the online. So, so it's going to be a challenge for me because it will be for the first time online. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's, um, it's kind of fun, but it's challenging. Yeah. I've done, I've been practicing a lot this year, so there's lots to learn, but it's also kind of fun and it, it's kind of cool because you can reach beyond normal boundaries, right? So in the past you had to have it in a place. Now it can be anyone now. So, do you teach this in Polish or do you teach it in English? What's the what's the no in Polish? Okay, no, in Polish. Gotcha. That probably makes sense just to comfort you. Yeah. Maybe in the future, yes, yes, you know, you can yes, do other language. Yes, yes. Mm. And that's really great for the Polish uh, visual thinking community, right? To now know yeah. that uh, Anya's doing these workshops, right? So you can <laughs> learn it in your native language. That's really really super important, right? Yeah. Because you now solidify the community. You know that I'm all about community, and this community is all about. Uh, supporting other people exactly. uh, in the, in their local um, environments, yes. right? So that's really exciting to hear 
that you're building up the local community and you're helping Polish people and those who speak Polish to have access to this because maybe they don't have much access, right? That's a pretty exciting. So um, right now we have uh, it's our community is growing because there is a lot of people mm. who are interested in this field, especially uh, mm-hmm. between um, between the teachers. So uh, mm-hmm. so it's still growing. And I think that I will have right now uh, more time to, to be more involved uh, in, uh, in social media and uh, in just sharing my knowledge. Yeah. Is, um, is sketchnoting and visual thinking something that's taught in Polish public schools now, or is that something you have an opportunity to have a part in? Um, do you mean that we have it at schools right now? Yeah. Yeah, are there teachers who are integrating in schools right now with their curriculum? Um, so it's more like uh, they do it. Uh, some of school are uh, organizing workshops for teachers, and mm-hmm. uh, there is a strong uh, society between teachers, and they do sketch notes. So we have like on Facebook, mm-hmm. there is few groups, and they are supporting each other and sharing the the, the knowledge. Uh, we have even one book in Polish also uh, about uh, about sketchnoting. Uh, my friend uh, Agata wrote this book. Mm. It's called uh, Myślografia. And we'll have to make sure that we get show notes for all these things, your workshops, books, any resources for the Polish community, because there's a pretty good chance that someone um, from that community might listen and may not know about those things. So we'll, of course, make sure those are in the show notes for, for those listening. So. Wow. Um, It sounds like a really exciting time for you. Um, My last question on this topic is, so let's say someone's listening and they're considering the same thing. I have a full-time job. Um, I really love sketchnoting or graphic recording or visualization. I think that I can make it happen as a career. Do you have any advice for someone like that who's at that decision point? What helped you to make the decision um, or t- helped you sort of think about it in a different way that helped you make that choice? Well, it was um, it was quite easy for me. Hmm. Mm. It was quite easy for me uh, in the way that uh, that I was happy drawing and doing uh, sketch notes. So I thought that at the beginning, of course, I didn't know that it can be my profession. Sure. I, I was just happy that I have something else that only my... Uh, my work at the moment and when I was a kid I, I loved to draw I really loved to draw and uh, I was also dancing so I thought that maybe I will be an artist in future but of course later on I decided with my parents that I have to do something else yeah, yeah. so so it was like uh, coming back to the to my roots to mm. my hobbies from childhood and uh, at the beginning, it was I didn't think about this. I was just happy that I can do it, and that was great that people like it. And that was something totally different. That uh, the atmosphere around it was, uh, you know, very positive, and that mm. was very, very important for me. So uh, my advice is, if you really would like to do, uh, just try to do it and uh, try to feel. Uh, this uh, this topic and uh, look how you feel in this and mm. just do it and you will see what's gonna be because I didn't uh, I didn't I really didn't think that it will be my profession mm. uh, I was just uh, try to do something else I was looking for a new challenge and that was great that it was connected uh, with drawing because like I said that was my passion from childhood 
So, uh, so that's why uh, it was so so good and fun, fun for me. And like I told you, I think that uh, drawing makes me happy, and doing sketch notes make me happy. Doing graphic recordings make me happy. All those things uh, makes me happy uh, because um, when you do sketch notes, you uh, you can draw and you can think, you can analyze, you can learn something else. So that is great for me. Mm. And uh, that that was that was the, that was the point. Hmm. It's interesting that I think what I see here happening is that you just allowed yourself to have fun with this new thing, the sketch noting. It brought you back to the purity of being a child again. You were just yes. having fun doing it. I, I think if you had gone into it thinking, "Oh, I have to be," you know, my profession must be a graphic recorder. Like suddenly yeah. you have all this pressure on it Yes. Um, instead of just enjoying it, right? So you first found out what it was that you loved to do and enjoyed doing it. And then in your mind, you know, you continue to have fun and enjoy it and thought, well, maybe I can do this full time, right? So the way you went into it was yes, really exactly. important, right? So, and I think the second thing I noticed is that you're following the thing that makes you happy and joyful, because um, I see this a lot in the work that I do and, and others, right? If you if you enjoy and have fun doing that thing, like no one's going to have to like bother you to do it. Like no one's going to yeah. have to remind you or like, Anya, you have to go do your thing. Like you, you, you just do it yourself, right? Because yeah. you love it so much that it almost drives you, right? So that's the other thing is it's unsustainable if you're being forced to do it. It has to be something coming from inside of you, which definitely sounds like this opportunity is for you which is really wonderful to hear and another thing is that uh, if you will start doing this just share it with another people with your friends mm. and uh, of course uh, all, also in social media with other people but if you will show it to your friends they will encourage you to do this and that's mm. a great uh, thing because I had this kind of friends and they were really supporting me and encouraging to, to do uh, to do this. And then I was uh, meeting another people, and uh, they like it. So so I knew that this is a good uh, idea to do this, and I was sure that it is uh, you know um, that it's something good and useful and what makes me happy. Yeah. It's sort of someone outside of you could see how happy it was making you and encouraging you. Like, as example, I know your husband was a big part in you oh, pursuing yes. as well, yes. right? So yes, yes. You, you mentioned he third, bought the books yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. And of course, he. Uh, um, I, one of the gifts was session with you, right? Mm-hmm, right. So, so, so you remember. No, no, he's very, uh, he's very supportive and still, uh, still he is. So that's why... I love him so much for this. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as a husband, I can see the things that make my wife happy. It just benefits everybody, right? The kids are happier. I'm happier. My wife is happy. Like, it's a win-win, right? So exactly. he's a smart man to, to encourage you because he also sees, I'm sure, that you're quite good at it. And it's, you know, all the three things, the ikigai, that it's, you know, it's paying you, you're enjoying it, you're learning, you're having fun. Like, all those things are so good, like... How could you say no to something like that, especially if the opportunity is there? So it's really great to hear that you are pursuing what you feel is the right thing to do. And I'm excited to hear how this goes next September when you become a big star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Mark. laughs> oh. 
but you're already a star. You're just a really fun person. So, so um, I didn't know what to say. Yes. Well, just say, of course I am, Mike. Of course I am. Oh yes, yes. So we, you know, the people that know Anya know that she's really great, really a fantastic person, and you know, I think too, like um, along that path that you're not talking about is your decision to come to. I think was it uh, Lisbon was your first um, event, or did you go to Hamburg? I can't remember now. I was in Hamburg only for one day. Okay, but you did attend that, right? So you were already kind of going along this path of getting connected to the community and seeing... Yes, yes, seeing. yes. You know, Hamburg is not so far from Szczecin, so uh, mm. when, I, when I heard... That, and, I, and I've and i got family over there, so I said that I have to be there because I have to, uh, I have to see uh, all those people, see you, uh, and... Uh, yeah, that was that was great, and I was so happy when I came back. And I told mm. about this to my husband, of course. Those events are very important for for people, I think. And I yeah. love to go yeah. there. And I miss uh, Brussels this year. I'm grateful to Marianne Reddy that she organized this uh, online meeting. But it's not the mm-hmm. same. It's great when we can uh, see each other face to face and to share our passion. That that's great. Yeah, maybe you know, hopefully soon. Yeah, we'll be able to do it again. So. Um, but yeah, I think you can, you can just see the progression in your life where it started small and it just kept growing and you were wise to follow it and your yeah. husband and your friends were all encouraging you. So that's really great. And so thank you for sharing your story. It's really great to hear and see where you've come from and where you're going and how exciting it is to see all that you're up to. And it's, again, really fantastic that uh, you're having an impact not only on the international community, but more specifically on the Polish community, which isn't so important. So again, we need more voices. We don't need less voices. We need more voices. So I'm glad that you're one of the voices in the world and you're in your place and also in the world that's um, encouraging people with this. So thank you for the work that you're doing. This is really great. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And so let's shift a little bit. So let's get into the nitty gritty. We people we sketchnoters are kind of nutty, like we love tools. Yeah. And it's not so much that we think the tools make us better or worse. Sometimes it can make things easier or it allows us to do things that we didn't think we could do. So I think it's important that we talk about our tools, even though the real core of it is our thinking. Tell me a little bit about your favorite tools. Let's start with analog first yeah. and then we'll go to digital. And it's like pens and paper and anything that you think is really cool that you are using that's helpful to you. Oh, I love pen and uh, I love pens and uh, sketchbooks and uh, yeah, I prefer it even more than iPad, on which I'm working. Mm. But um, pens, which kind of uh, which which one do you, uh, do I love? I don't use pencils. Uh, I okay. I only use uh, um, markers, different kinds. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love mic- microns, for example, and uh, the last one I found is uh, black liners from Molotov. I don't know if you mm. know this. Uh, this no, I don't know this, that this one. Let's see again. Yeah. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, it's all it's 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 German, like Neuland, because I love Neuland too. But uh, when mm-hmm. I used uh, markers, uh, I I love to use microns, and right now Molotov, they are very very good, and. Uh, and the markers from Neuland, I also use them. Uh, this bigger one, the fat ones, and so on. Yeah, so those are very good too. Uh, yeah. What about paper and books? Are there, like, if you do, do you do any sheets of paper? Um, do you have notebooks that you 
prefer that you carry around? Yes. And of course, I will say again that I've got, uh, that I've got uh, sketchbooks from Neuland and I really like them because they've mm, got mm -hmm. great paper. But I also uh, use Moleskine from time to time. Moleskine from time to time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got also sketchbooks from uh, Canson. Do you know this, maybe? Mm -mm. No, that's yeah. another one that's new to me. Those are quite cheap, I think. I think, mm. but they are very, very nice. So I like the paper. Uh, and do you are... like uh, do you like thick paper? So like in the Moleskine, do you like the the sketchbook paper or just the regular paper? Which do you prefer there? Uh, I prefer regular one, and uh, Moleskine okay. has got more yellowish uh, color right. of the of the uh, mm, of the paper, the and this one, mm. yes, yes, and this one is more uh, white, and I like okay. it very much. Okay. So, so those are your main tools. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Good. Uh, what about digital? So it sounds like even though you love your analog things, you also are dabbling or stepping into digital. Tell me about the tools yes. you use there. Uh, I use uh, iPad Pro and uh, I'm working on Procreate and I mm -hmm. love this uh, app very much. I didn't use uh, anything else because I totally fall in love in Procreate and I think that mm. I know that it's for, for you illustrators, but uh, uh, it gives you many opportunities. Uh, you've got there a lot of colors, uh, palettes, a lot of uh, different kinds of brushes. So uh, you can make animations, you can m make uh, even uh, short um, movies uh, from your work, you can record mm. what you do. So, so it's a very, very, very great uh, tool. Mm. Yeah. Very powerful. And yes, yes, it is. For the iPad, do you like the larger one or the smaller one, the 12.9 or I, the 11 I inch? prefer the larger one. Yes, I prefer the larger one. The small one is... The larger one? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, when I do graphic recording, I prefer this one. Okay. Probably the space, I'm sure, is having that screen yes. space is really yes. helpful. Yes, right? yes, yes. I think that if they will have something bigger, I will take the bigger one too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's possible. It may come. Who knows, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Everything's possible with Apple. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. And so, this um, is what I love. so yeah. that it sounds like a pretty common tool set for many sketchnoters, uh, you know, the iPad Pro and Procreate. Yeah. Procreate's a really powerful tool and very reasonable, right? If you think about the kind of power you're getting for the cost, it's quite a reasonable thing. Yes. So, um, so that's really good. And um, so let's talk a little bit about is there any other tools that you want to mention uh, that you like? Oh, no, no. I just wanted to say that it's you expensive, could? but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So um, this is the point where I ask my um, guests about tips. So three tips that you can share with the listeners. Um, I sort of approach it that it's a listener who's into sketchnoting. Maybe they're just started, but they're excited. They feel like maybe they've reached a plateau or a, a certain level, and they want to go to the next level, or they just want a different way or a little bit of encouragement to think about uh, the work they do. What would be three things that you could share with them, either practical tips or mindsets or any any kind of thing like that that would help somebody three of those would be great draw regularly and and just be uh, persistent uh, mm. it's great when you can find 15 or 20 minutes and uh, draw every day this is how i started for example i was walking up earlier before my job and i was spending like uh, 15 or 20 minutes maybe sometimes even half an hour just to draw and uh, have, have fun. So draw regularly and be persistent. This is the first tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? The second one can be uh, 
Just find the examples of sketch notes you really like and uh, try to uh, extract elements uh, you like mm. mm -hmm. from this sketch note. It could be, for example, arrows, it could be containers, it could be a typography, it could be a structure of a layout of the, of the sketch note. And then practice it, every single piece, over, over and over again. So I think that it can be very, very helpful. And uh, as a third tip, I think that uh, just don't limit yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. Try to mm -hmm. use a different tools, like I said, pen, markers, fine liners. Uh, use everything and use a different kind of papers, different sketchbooks, different notebooks. When you will start from pen and the paper, then you can go and try to do it digitally. And I think that this is, from my point of view, that's, uh, that's a good solution. That's a better path where you yeah. start with the, the physical. There is something, you know, I mean, I love my iPad and it's powerful, but there is something about the feel of that pen on paper and the, tac the tactile, the feeling, the weight of the book, like all those things, like there's something really attractive that um, as much as I try, I still don't quite get that from the iPad. You know, the iPad's functional, but yeah. there's something about the <laughs> those analog tools that I love. Maybe that's because I grew up with them as a kid. I, I'm not sure. I think it's, we have to remember, we are physical people, right? We have a exactly. physical body, right? So everything is not just in our head or on a screen. So that's good to remember. Yes, paper is great. I love it too. Even uh, if I'm... Because uh, right now, mostly I do my work remotely, so I work on my iPad mm. Pro. But every time, if I have a graphic recording or something else, and I need to prepare myself because the, uh, before before the, uh, my, my work, I'm using my sketchbook and I'm doing my icon bank in mm. the sketchbook, on the paper, not on my iPad Pro. Mm. Yep, yep. I think that's a good practice, I think, to keep... You know, if you think about uh, analog and digital being... Um, two parts on a spectrum it just expands your tool set right yes. not one replacing the other it's um one is you know better at some things and the other is better at other things and you have both so yeah. you you win twice in that way so um anya tell us about where people can find you so if they're interested in your workshops if they want to chat with you on social media they want to see what you're up to how can they find you best uh, so the best way is to find me on Instagram uh, mm -hmm. because I'm mostly uh, over there. Okay. And uh, so you can find me under Anya-Staskiewicz. Uh, okay. And uh, you can also find me on my website, uh, anya-staskiewicz.com. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's only in Polish, so... That's okay. Yes. Uh, Google Translate is really powerful. Yeah. I've been used like lately um, putting uh, other languages through that. And, you know, if you're someone who wants to see it in English, let's say, you can take that website, go to Google Translate and drop the link in and it will translate the whole thing. So, and we'll of course have links to both of these. So you can find Anya on uh, Instagram and you can see her website. Maybe we'll even put a link in there to the English translation with Google so that someone clicks the link and it automatically does it. So that's great. Um, thank you. That would be really great for people to go and say hello and definitely say thank you to Anya for sharing. I think this is really encouraging that you shared this journey that you're on. And I think maybe it's going to encourage lots of other people who are thinking the same thing to give it a try and maybe reach out and, 
and ask for advice. So yeah. um, that would be wonderful to see more people moving into the space. Thank you, Anya, for being on the show. It's so good to have you here today. Thank you very much for the invitation. It was, it you're, was really you're a great so pleasure. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, this is really fun. I'm so glad that I could share a little bit of uh, your personality and uh, uh, the things that you're up to with the Sketchnote community uh, so they can get to know you better. So for everyone listening to the show, this will be another episode of the Sketchnote Army podcast wrapping up. Until the next episode, we'll talk to you soon. The Sketchnote Army podcast was created by me, Mike Rohde, and brought to you by Rohde Design Studios. It's produced and edited by Alec Polianis of Amp Creative Studios. The theme music was created by John Schiedemeyer. To support the creation of this show, I invite you to buy one of my books, The Sketchnote Handbook or The Sketchnote Workbook. You can find the books on Amazon or go to peachpit.com and use the code RODI40 for 40% off. Please share this podcast with other visual thinking friends and be sure to leave a nice rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app so others can find the show.